Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. What time is score? We are trying to no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed.
Brandon Escott. This is Oilers now. That was lightning by the glorious Suns, and how appropriate the opening line. You know the night is our addiction, and so it is. The Tampa Bay Lightning, the Stanley Cup champions, they got it done. Uh, the play-by-play voice, radio style, the always understated, one of the best guys in the league to deal with, Dave Mishkin, just letting her rip. So Tampa Bay, the Stanley Cup champions. Probably not much of a surprise to many of you who watched the Lightning kind of take the series over really after about the third period of game one on. Uh, they were the better team. This is Oilers Now for Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. By the way, Brendan, I just want to put a, uh, a mention here. I've never actually, I think maybe I have heard that song and not realized I've heard that song. So uh, thank you for uh, friends. It up. That was. Uh, we might have to use that again sometime. Maybe when we play Tampa again. Uh, who knows? Maybe in the 2021 Stanley Cup Final. How does that sound for everybody out there? Uh, but good job on that front. It is a Tuesday. Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. They just wrapped up the Canadian Derby on Sunday night. They present live racing Friday and Sunday evenings at Century Mile Racetrack. Spectators limited at this time, but you can always go online and watch and wager at hbibet.com. Spec for an hour, and then Hart Levine from Puckpedia to talk a bit about uh, the Edmonton Oilers situation cap-wise, some other teams that might be cap-challenged, and maybe a philosophy and potentially dealing with uh, restricted free agent Andreas Athanasiu who needs to be qualified at $3 million. Now, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. We'll mention all slot machines, table games, and now the poker room open at the River Cree. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia. Italia will be open for Thanksgiving dinner. There's uh, specials on at the Kitchen Restaurant and Tap 25 as well. The River Creek Resort and Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. I'm available, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott is at Brendan with two E's and Escott with two T's. Our top story straight into it for Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the night. $99 pre-scheduled uh, furnace maintenance. Tampa Bay has won the Stanley Cup. The best team, I think most of you would agree, and you can text us, and if you disagree, let me know, 780-496-0063. Tampa Bay was the best team. They were the deepest team. They gave up uh, two number ones at the trade deadline to alter uh, sort of the makeup of their bottom six and got... Uh, Blake Coleman from New Jersey and Barkley Goodrow from the San Jose Sharks. Those guys were together the entire playoff run. Uh, they picked up Pat Maroon, who goes back-to-back. He won a cup last year in St. Louis, this year in Tampa. Picked him up in the offseason. They uh, rebuilt their sort of back end around, obviously, a centerpiece of uh, Victor Hedman. I mean, they won the Stanley Cup with Steven Stamkos playing less than five minutes of total time on ice in the playoffs. So uh, the deepest team won now. Their goaltender stayed healthy. Andre Vasilevsky was healthy the entire way other than Stamkos and maybe a little bit of dings with guys like Luke Shen and Zach Bogosian uh, cheap pickups for the Tampa Bay Lightning organization uh, this team uh, was fairly healthy and in the Stanley Cup final they had the two best players Braden Point 
and the aforementioned Conn Smythe Trophy winner, Victor Hedman. Those were the two best players in the series. As for the Dallas Stars, let's face it, they ran out of steam. They had no juice. Um, it was tough watching sort of the replay of uh, Jamie Benn post-game last night, kind of dealing with um, the reality of the situation that they came that close six games. Dallas went on an incredible run. It reinforces, again, how tight the margins are in today's NHL. The Dallas Stars actually were behind the Edmonton Oilers in standings when we went to the pause in March. Now, based on points percentage, they got placed ahead of Edmonton, despite the fact that the league has traditionally uh, gone uh, and done seedings the last several years by division. So Dallas, not very good in the round robin with the top four teams in the Western Conference. Not very good in the first three games against the Calgary Flames. Maybe lucky to escape the fourth game, but they got going. They didn't have Ben Bishop, their number one goaltender. They got going against Calgary. Surprisingly beat Colorado. Again, if we went, just, just, just hear me out here for a second. If instead of going with 24 teams in in the uh, return to play, if we'd only gone down to 20 and had a 7 versus 10, 8 versus 9 scenario, the Dallas Stars would have opened up against the Colorado Avalanche and the Edmonton Oilers would have played the Vancouver Canucks if they'd gone with the true divisional format. But they elected to go with the 24 teams. So Dallas... Uh, you know, if we had gone with 7 versus 10 and 8 versus 9, Dallas would have played Colorado in the opening round. Colorado would have been healthy. Would Dallas have gotten past Colorado? I don't know. Colorado was down to their number three goaltender in that series. Series went seven games. But Dallas, the team of destiny, they got it done. And then they played Vegas. And, and many of us thought Vegas were going to walk on the stars. Didn't happen. Um, Dallas kind of took over game four and game five of that series. Vegas seemed a little bit dispirited. You wonder whether or not some of it had to do uh, with Thatcher Demko's play in Vancouver in the final three games against the Vancouver Canucks where the, the Vegas Golden Knights couldn't score. So they Dallas jumped out in game one, but they couldn't sustain it after getting past Vegas against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And the Lightning strictly put uh, themselves on another level, got it going, and uh, ultimately prevailed. There you go. That's our top story. The Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup. Into our Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We'll start with John Cooper on how the Tampa Bay Lightning reconciled last year's loss with the Columbus Blue Jackets. You know how we did it? With this group right here. And, you know, I'm the one up here in front of the microphone for the last 511 days, again, who's counting? <laughs> but uh, bottom line is, I don't get. We don't get this done without this group here, and and they did a phenomenal job. You just look at this this series and our special teams, how it went down. Uh, Franz and Vassy, our video coaches that get every challenge right. I'm the one that screws them up. But you need uh, you need a team to do it, and this is a group that uh, led our team, and, and then you just have a bunch of players that believe, and you know, we use a little inspiration from uh, the Virginia basketball team, and that hat's been with us for this whole time, and when you see somebody else do it, you say, why not us? And we ended up taking, uh, well, basically we went from the outhouse to the penthouse. <laughs> And again, the Dallas Stars uh, got to the Stanley Cup final. It was a great run for them. But for Tampa Bay Lightning, it was a redemption story. And uh, out in four games last year, their top three players, all 90-plus point scores last year, including Nikita Kucherov, who led the NHL in scoring, won the Hart Trophy. He had 128 points last season. 
they got eliminated in four games, four straight against Columbus. And their top three players, those guys all terrific offensive elite players, combined for five points. Goaltender Vasilevsky, 860 save percentage against Columbus. Not only did Kucherov, by the way, get shut down in that series, he got tossed out of the series with a cheap, like they just fell apart last year against Columbus. They rallied, they learned. And they prevailed to the Tampa Bay Lightning. John Cooper also explained why many of you would have seen this last night. Uh, they gathered around the Stanley Cup prior to it being presented. Here's why. I thought it was uh, an amazing gesture um, by Gary Bettman and our, well, and Julian was involved. Because you sit here and spend 65 straight days together, and I know it's 28 players we have in this organization, but there's 52 of us, and we were together for 65 straight days, and I I think it was apropos that everybody got up there to accept it together, and and, uh, I thought, Gary's class act. It was a phenomenal gesture. Best part about the presentation for the Stanley Cup is that they give it to the players. It's that simple. I love the NFL, but when I sit there and watch the presentation of the Super Bowl being handed to the owner of the team, with all due respect to the owners who play a critical part in all these organizations, your players win it. It's that simple. And my guess is most of you agree with me. 780-496-0063. Back in the orders now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Patrick Maroon has now won back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. Talk about, you know, it's crazy. He was with St. Louis in 2018-19. They came into Edmonton in December, and there was talks about the Blues potentially moving Jay Bomeister and Pat Maroon to Edmonton. And the Oilers, because they got off to a good start with Ken Hitchcock when he took over from Todd McClellan, and the Oilers may be trying to end St. Louis, stuck to their guns. They put Bo Meester with Pareko. They called up Penny, uh, Jordan Bennington, and they went and won the Stanley Cup. And now Pat Maroon has won two in a row. He had this to say on winning during the challenging circumstances with playing in the bubble and COVID-19. Obviously, we can go back and what what's going on in the world right now and the guys coming together and trucker said you know we we went to training camp and we had one goal to come here and and to accomplish it and i think uh, a lot of us are gonna sit back and talk about this one a lot because this one was a special one it was a hard one to win and uh, i don't think it's going to sink in quite tonight but i think uh as days move forward and we're hanging out with each other in tampa i think it's reality is going to hit and the boys are going to be celebrating and having a good time so uh, I'm proud of these guys. You know what? These guys battled so hard, and uh, I thank these guys every day because they gave me an opportunity uh, to to live my dream again. And these guys battled hard, and uh, I think we're just going to keep celebrating. And then I think we'll come back to you next year when it all sinks in. Pat Maroon has now won two Stanley Cups. Dustin Penner won a couple, uh, somewhat similar. Uh, Maroon maybe a little bit further down the lineup uh, than Penner was in stages in his career, but no question when Pat was at Edmonton, he became a first-line left wing, scored 27 goals with the Oilers, and he's now won back-to-back Cups with St. Louis and Tampa Bay. Following in last night's game, uh, Paul Almeida put out a tweet Last six Stanley Cup champions in 2015, Chicago, 16 and 17, Pittsburgh, 18, Washington, 19, St. Louis, 2020, the Tampa Bay Lightning. NHL first overall picks, 2003, Pittsburgh. 
2004, Washington. 2005, Pittsburgh. 2006, the Blues. 2007, Chicago. 2008, Tampa. So uh, the teams that had the first-round picks from 2003 to 2008 have all won Stanley Cups over the course of the last six seasons. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, the next five in terms of after uh, the 2008 draft, 2009, the Islanders. Then the Oilers had the number one picks in 10, Taylor Hall, 11, Nugent Hopkins, 12, Yakupov, and in 13, Nate McKinnon. Hmm. Islanders, Oilers, Avalanche. Hope so. Hope that ultimately comes to fruition. That was a pretty cool tweet. The point I think Paul's making in that tweet is that it takes time to win doesn't happen overnight and there's a lesson now what now what happens well we've got the draft and free agency we can tell you that but as for when we return to play when the 2021 season starts i don't have a hot clue i mean i do know this that my guess is that given the nbc relationship and the power that nbc has over the national hockey league they're not going to want want to run up against the olympics next summer so they're going to have to fit in the NHL regular season and playoffs uh, basically between, I would assume, between January 1st and mid-July. I do believe, uh, you know, we, we, we try to, <laughs> once in a while we hit on politics again because it matters relative to COVID because that's the challenge that we're all facing right now during these pandemic times. The U.S. election is going to, I think, potentially play a bit of a part here in terms of what transpires, because I wonder whether or not the narrative changes on COVID after November the 3rd. But we do have the draft. Brandon, you tweeted out the Oilers' picks uh, about 40 minutes ago. Edmonton has the 14th overall pick in the first round. Second round pick went to Detroit in the Athens CU trade. The Oilers have the option of having the 76th pick. They can give this year's third rounder or next year's third rounder to Calgary. I believe Edmonton is going to hold this year's pick. Uh, fourth round pick went to Detroit for Mike Green. Then Edmonton's at 138, 169, and 200 in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round. I fully believe that the Oilers will attempt to add a second round draft choice, uh, potentially two. Uh, could occur through trading down. Just take a look at which teams have multiple second round picks. Uh, theoretically, if Edmonton was going to go, say, from 14 to 28 to me, they would need a couple second-round picks to do so, so or 14 to 30 or something like that, or 14 to 31. So we'll wait and see in that regard. But it's going to be interesting. We will have Tyler Wright, the Oilers' head amateur scout, Friday at 12.35 on Oilers Now. And uh, there's lots of real good players potentially available at 14 as well. Very unique market conditions out there with the flat cap at $81.5 million. Perhaps some opportunities open up that theoretically weren't there before. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Time will tell. We'll take a timeout, come back with NHL Today. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 12-24 at Edmonton. Let's get to NHL Today for elite promotional marketing. They've got face masks for everybody. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back at the 630 Chad Studios. By the way, Brendan, tell me the truth. How much of the hockey game did you watch last night? versus the baltimore Casey uh, football game, which many people thought was going to be a terrific Monday nighter, which turned out to be a dud. But uh, were you flipping back and forth? Yeah, certainly towards the fourth quarter when Patrick Mahomes put that game away and it was 2 nothing Tampa. So I flipped over and caught all the celebrations in the post-game media and stuff. But that was that was two generational talents on the football field, Bob. So It, it, it was, but I'll tell you, Baltimore doesn't have any game breakers uh, at receiver. They can, they can pound the rock running it, but they just can't stretch the field vertically. And when you're playing against uh, KC and that, I mean... Mahomes was ridiculous last night. All right, let's get to NHL today. All right, so uh, 2 nothing win in Game 6 last night. Saw the Tampa Bay Lightning capture the second Stanley Cup in franchise history. The last one, of course, coming against Calgary in 2004. Victor Hedman is your Conn Smythe Trophy winner as the playoff MVP. Ten goals from the back end. He wasn't quite able to get up there with, uh, with Paul Coffey in the all-time record book for a single season, but he finishes third in that realm. 21 total points for him. Well-deserved Con Smythe. Uh, 2020 Spengler Cup has officially been cancelled by organizers amid the pandemic. Uh, they cited travel issues and said that games, and this is a quote, in a half-empty stadium and without standing room have nothing in common with the hockey festival we have become accustomed to, end quote. And finally, the Predators signed undrafted free agent goaltender Devin Cooley out of the University of Denver program. Six foot five, 23-year-old. He put up a sub-two goals against average and a near 9.30 save percentage in uh, 32 career NCAA games. All right, let's get some t- uh, to some text on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Bob, any truth to the tweet John Shannon put out last night on Jake DeBrusque? No, that was sent from a fake account, and you got to be careful at this time of year. I was not... Did you see that, Brendan, that we had people believing that uh, there was something shaking with... <laughs> it was crazy last night. Um, anyhow... Uh, yeah, fake account uh, regarding John Shannon. So people, please be careful because I really, you know, it happens. Here we go. Uh, again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, how will Seattle coming in uh, poten- potentially change the division, and could they be as good as Vegas out of the gate? Um, I I'm not sure. I I would hope that managers. I mean, you take a look at what Minnesota did. And what Florida did for the Vegas Golden Knights, they helped make them pretty competitive in a hurry. Um, how about just, you know what, except you're going to lose a player. But don't outthink yourself and trade away two good players. <laughs> because, I mean, look, and I, I know that Alex Petrovich has family in Edmonton, but the the Florida, and, and so is Mark Pezik, but the Florida Panthers protected Petrovich and Pezik on defense, right shot defenders. 
and and traded. You know, Jonathan Marsh got the Florida or the Florida Panthers got Vegas to take Riley Smith's contract and threw in Jonathan Marsh's show. And those guys have been top six forwards for the Vegas Golden Knights for the last three years. Minnesota gave up Eric Halla and Alex Tuck so that they wouldn't, uh, so Vegas wouldn't go after their defense. I think the whole key to uh, dealing with uh, expansion is to accept you're going to lose a player. That's going to happen. In Edmonton's case, it's going to be intriguing to watch to see what happens. Caleb Jones, maybe five, yeah, seven months ago, people would have said, what about, I guess now it's nine months ago, well, what about a guy like Caleb Jones? I think Caleb Jones has got a chance to play himself up the lineup here this year. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, what, do you, uh, what can you tell us about Jake DeBrusque? Referring to a quote from Frank Cervelli. Well, I like Frank. I think Frank does some excellent work. I didn't actually hear what Frank said. Uh, we'll see. There you go. Sean says, I watched five minutes of the playoffs in total this year once the Oilers went out. Man, hockey gets more and more boring every year. It's sad. No emotion, no anger or hatred, no more hitting, nothing. And there's not enough high-end skill spread out through the lineups to make the skill game all that exciting. That one comes to us from Sean. Actually, Sean, I, I disagree. I think that you're seeing a complete different makeup of the bottom six with skill, but not necessarily with physical players. You know what I think? You know what I miss the most during the playoffs? The fans. Fans help. Uh, I think the fans would help the guy like Zach Cassian, as an example. Fans help make things more exciting. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, for uh, the horses and horse racing, Alberta Sportsnet spec, Mark Spector. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.